0: Rental listings surge. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Got my faithful Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC discussing the surge in rental listings. It's to do with all of the Airbnb properties flooding the market and we've discussed this in previous episodes. I think Tasmania is one that's Really, having a huge number of properties flood the market. This could be good news for renters, but potentially bad news for investors. And how will it affect the entire property market? So let's have a look. Rental listings surge. Rents head in opposite direction as thousands of Airbnbs tipped to add to supply. So all those rent investors who we've read about in previous episodes, where they've struggled to come up with the extra $100 to ensure they can keep their guaranteed capital growth investment, they're going to have a little bit more competition. So Rob Edwards has had to change the way he does his job due to the pandemic, but he still has plenty of work. The real estate agent has been able to find tenants for properties listed in Inner Perth. Mr. Edwards has swapped open houses for virtual tours and private appointments and has seen changes in the market as well. Some short-term rentals and holiday lets are coming back into the market for regular rental. And on the demand side, it's had tenants downsizing and consolidating, he'd said. We have seen discussion of this, where more tenants are looking to save money, where they're getting worried, where times are getting scary where they need to think, okay, why am I paying this much? Let's get a smaller place. Let's try and save money. But also there's been mining workers returning back to Perth so they can fly in and out of Perth to mine sites without restrictions of quarantine if they'd arrived from interstate. And this is with their families as well. They're coming over to Perth so they can stay with their families. But I mean, is that just a temporary boost? How long at least are you going to sign for that? Three months? Six months at worst? Mr. Edwards feels the Perth rental market is fairly balanced for now, but rental vacancies are forecast to rise nationally, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne, and early indicators support that view. So rental listings surge as rent drops. According to the latest figures from SQM Research, national asking rents fell over the past month, down 2.4% for houses and down 11% for units. Now what I will do I will bring up the property council property council data room and we can have a look at I'll bring it over here we can just have a look at some rental prices for residential just to give people a bit of perspective on how much these cost so the house well, house values we talk about that all the time let's look at the median residential House rents. Canberra is the highest at $575. All those civil servants. Then Sydney at $550. Then Darwin at $480. Then Hobart at $460. The weighted average is $454. Perth is at $380. Followed by Adelaide at at $380. And then Brisbane at $424. Just shows you. Those civil servants, $520. That's for houses. Let's bring it units. We can see Sydney's in the lead with $525. Then Canberra at four eighty, at the bottom is Adelaide at three thirty, I mean five twenty-five for a unit. So in Sydney rents for housing, houses declined five percent, Hobart posted a four point two percent fall, and Melbourne saw rents drop two point six percent. Realestate.com.au says rental listings on its platform were up eight percent across the country compared to this time last year, with the biggest increase in listings in New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania while Western Australia had the largest decline in listings. Domain group saw a 10% rise nationally between March 30 and April 26, compared to a year ago, with Sydney and Melbourne listings up 19%, and Hobart listings up 24%, while listings in Perth fell 10%. Nationally, SQM Research said there were more than 105,000 properties listed for rent as of Saturday, up from around 84,000 in early March. Now, remember, the data I just showed you from the Property Council data room, that's from 31st of Jan. So we'll have to see how that's affecting or how those rental prices will be affected by these changes to the property market. The increased supply of rental properties comes as demand decreases. People who have lost jobs or income are trying to save money, so are moving back in with parents, moving in with friends, dissolving share houses, domain economist Trent Bull Chai says. And net immigration has also fallen. There are fewer international students and workers. Fewer young people looking to move out. Times are getting tough. As I said, people are preparing. As construction continues, despite other industries being shut down, more new apartments and houses will appear on the market, which seems... Well, talk to anyone who's been sitting on a development trying to sell it for a while. It can be tough. Louis Christopher from SQM Research Expects a surplus of about 100,000 dwellings this year. Leading to a doubling of rental vacancies nationally. Just think about that, guys. A surplus of 100,000 dwellings. And this is regardless of if the New South Wales government, or even the federal government, New South Wales just put a proposal to them, wants to stimulate the construction sector by buying houses and investing in property. Property, guys... Property that we have our obsession with. The 14, 15, 16, 17 peak there, the apartment bubble, which resulted in a lot of the, well, triangular failed buildings and I would say a lot of the construction issues we've had in Australia over the last few years in multi res, a lot of it was fueled by foreign investment. And then if we go here to property prices, you can see how high they've climbed. Do we really want our states? Our federal government going into debt, burdening future generations to prop up that bubble. And remember, I'm, I'm in the profession, guys. It would be an advantage, advantageous for my profession. But we've already got a, a predicted 100000 surplus. How is that going to affect the rental sector? Who would be investing in property now if this is expected to come on the market? You tell me, everyone. So holiday rentals up for long-term lease. There's another source of properties being put up for rent. Holiday rentals that are sitting empty. Airbnb is by far the biggest platform and the number of listings are significant. You've got to remember, Airbnb isn't an Australian company. It's a foreign company. All the profits they make get shipped straight offshore. This is what happens when you are a technically advanced civilization and are innovative. Not a quarry and a tourist destination. And an English school. It's pretty much Australia. Thomas Sigler from the University of Queensland studied the Airbnb market in Australia over a period of more than two years, and found listings were growing by around 2-3% per month, with big influxes in summer. Any given month you have between 100 and 130,000 dwellings listed as Airbnbs, Dr Sigler told the business. Every time there was a spike, rather than some being listed and some being delisted, we saw an increasing number of listings. So we're looking at approximately 30% year on year growth. Just think about that, everyone. 30% year on year growth of Airbnb. Dr. Sigler said, the hotspots for Airbnb are the inner city suburbs of the capitals, including Sydney, Melbourne and Perth, along with the coastal spots such as Surface Paradise, Byron Bay and the Morningside Peninsula. I mean, this is this industry is gonna be hit, guys. Tourism is in a lot of trouble. This infographic shows you just the scale of our tourism industry, and it's, what's it going to be? His analysis found the proportion of entire houses or apartments listed on Airbnb increasing, while, in pri- while private rooms and share rooms on offer declined, indicating a growing professionalization of the platform. As the restrictions escalated, bookings on Airbnb tumbled, according to analytics firm air dna new bookings in australia dropped from 84,000 at the start of march to 19,000 in mid april a decline of more than 75%. well there you have it guys. on the northern coast of new south wales, nerissa reynolds manages around half a dozen airbnb properties including her own through her business bay escapes management. but the area is deserted compared to normal. The businesses usually re- are usually really busy. The car parks, the streets, the cafes, the restaurants, it's totally different to say this time last year when Blue Festival was on, she said. I'm in the process of just about to lease out one of my properties for 12 weeks, just to get us through. And one of the others is looking at permanent rentals, probably for six months. Other owners who use her service are happy to leave their holiday rentals empty, waiting for a surge in domestic travels once restrictions ease. Ms. Reynolds says she's watching for updates from the government closely. Now, will there be a surge in domestic travel if unemployment goes higher, if the economy doesn't bounce back as people are hoping? Are people going to? You know, all those millennials that have made a 60% reduction in their spending, are they going to go and piss money away on a holiday, go into debt for a holiday? What do you reckon, guys? Or will this be a wake-up call to a generation? Going, you know what? I can't afford that. I'm not going to put that on the card. I'm not going to put that on Afterpay. I'm going to cut back and save. Or am I being too naive again? Every day it changes, really. Like everything else. So I think if we can hopefully stick stick it out and hopefully there might be changes, who knows, in the next month and people are going to be able to cross the borders. Listing surge in Bondi, Surface Paradise, and Byron Bay. However, with international tourism granted for the foreseeable future, some holiday rental owners will be looking to make a long-term change. Lewis Christopher expects a substantial number to move into the conventional rental market, further increasing listings. At this point, we're well aware that a lot of Airbnb properties are entering into the long-term leasing market. I would expect at least 30,000 to 40,000 will move over, he said. Domain has seen rental listings surge in some holiday hotspots with 73% more new listings in Bondi Beach over the past month compared to the same period last year a 123% increase in Byron Bay a 171% increase in surface Paradise wow that, that's not surprising at all but I, I, I don't know who'd want to live in surface Paradise, at least not my demographic my age Considering all the factors dampening demand for rentals at the moment, domain economist Trent Walshire says higher vacancy rates and more discounting on asking rents is the likely outcome. Well, yes, or are we going to see people with these properties who were depending on the income start going into arrears, even with their, rent hol- or their mortgage holidays, and then more property hitting the market for sale? For sale, it's going to appear soon. It's likely that rents will fall in coming months, particularly in those areas that have lots of Airbnbs, he said. In Inner Perth, Rob Edwards' agency, Here Property, has listed around half a dozen holiday rentals for long-term lease so far. For some of them, I think it will be a permanent transition. For others, I think once the situation does subside, they will return to the short-term market, he said. He said most are listed as furnished, but some landlords have removed furniture when tenants have requested Airbnb's Australian country manager, Susan Wealdon, told the ABC that to date, we've not seen a material drop in the overall number of listings on our platform. Probably because they're not taking them off. (laughs) Keeping them on for both. While the pandemic crisis has significantly disrupted the tourism industry and wider economy, we know that travel is resilient in the long term and will ultimately recover. She said, well, this is a once in a 100 years, a once in a lifetime event. Will it recover? How will the cruise industry go? The company has established a fund to help accommodation hosts that have been impacted by cancellations related to the pandemic. Despite an uncertain time frame, Australians will be able to holiday at home again and international visitors will eventually return. Said Thomas Sigler. And Airbnb is not going anywhere in the meantime. Is there actually an Australian competitor to Airbnb? Let let me know in the comments, because I've We've done Airbnb once when we went out to Toowoomba. it was nice. It's convenient. Still. So in terms of the big picture, this will be a blip in the radar. It will be an obvious data point of what's happened in the first half of 2020, he said. He expects the elements of the shared economy platform such as Airbnb will only become more prevalent in the conventional rental market with more flexible flexibility offered. Making flexible lease terms Adding things like furniture and semi furnished, and adding some flexibility that might be some middle ground between complete short term and long term rentals, he says. Well, there you have it, guys. The rental market is being flooded. Surface Paradise, 171% increase. Sure, it's going to bounce back, guys. Another 100,000 properties. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below, everyone. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to support us, there are a few ways you, you can. You can join the channel on YouTube or on Patreon. You can support us via App video links at Amazon or eBay or Independent Reserve and KuCoin. You can buy our merch from the Heiser Says blog, send us gold using Gold Pass from Perth Mint, or support us via PayPal. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.